Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast, a podcast all about purpose, vision, and mission in life and business. The goal? To help you discover purpose, launch your vision, and impact the world through your unique kingdom-driven purpose. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Angel Rivera, and today I'm bringing you episode 27 entitled, Three Habits of Highly Effective Believers. And in this episode, I want to highly encourage you to take out a notepad, get your pen, get your pencil sharpened, get ready to take notes. But more importantly, after you take those notes, really apply what I'm going to teach today because it has the power to change everything in your life and or at least minimally get you started in the right direction so that you too can become a more highly effective believer in turn, experiencing more of God's goodness in your life. And I don't know about you, but I can get an amen to say that I can use more of God's favor, more of his abundance, more of his blessings, and more of his uh, amazing strength and courage to go and do what he's called me to do. So the first one that I want to give to you today, write this down, is to read and apply. And I know this is fundamental and it's pretty elementary, but you'd be surprised how many Christians do not read their Bible, how many have never even opened up a Bible, and if they do own a Bible, they hardly even read a chapter a week, let alone a chapter a month. It is crazy. The handbook is right in front of us and we do not read it. We wait for the pastors of our church to read it. We don't take it to church. We have succumbed to opening up the Bible apps on our phone or on our electronic devices. Anyhow, I know times have changed. I know things are different, but there's something to be said about actually opening up your Bible and reading it and applying what you read to your everyday life and business. So the scripture that I want to give to you comes out of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive His approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. So again, Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. Now, how do we go about doing that? How do we explain the word of truth? How do we develop the characteristics to become a good worker, one that does not need to be ashamed and who correctly not incorrectly, but who correctly explains the word of truth. And how can you present yourself to God to receive his approval for the hard work that you're putting out there? Well, obviously, just like anything else, you have to learn. You have to be a student. You have to study. You have to open up the word of God, get some commentaries out, but actually read his word and do not resort to other means of learning his word. You know, a YouTube video doesn't replace the Word of God. A sermon that you hear at church does not replace reading the Word of God. You have to bite size, take in, 
have a full course, whatever it is that is good for you, you have to open up the word of God so that you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Now, I'm not saying that he doesn't approve, doesn't love you. This has nothing to do with salvation here. This has to do with the sanctification process. This has to do with the growing process. Once we get saved, that is not it, y'all. Being saved is just the beginning. It's like the door opened up and now you're in. But now that you're in, you got to show yourself approved. You got to grow. You got to find out what God's purpose is for you. You got to ignite the vision that he's given to you. And then we got to go and do the work that it takes so that we can correctly explain the word of truth, apply it to our lives, and then we in turn help other people. So in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, go back and read that. And you have to learn how to correctly explain the word of truth. But the only way to learn how to do that, the only way to work hard, to be a good worker, to not be ashamed, and to correctly divide the word of truth, the word of God, is to read it and then it's to immediately apply it to areas of your life. So one challenge that I want to give to you today, be honest with yourself. When was the last time that you actually opened up a physical copy of the Word of God and read it intentionally? I'll wait. Think about it. If you have, hallelujah. But then ask yourself, do I do it on a daily basis? Is a habit been formed? Has a habit been formed where I do open up the Word of God, that I do get in it and I do apply it? If not, start doing it today. Number two, pray and meditate. This one is huge. This is like a principle that all of us should be following, but it's very difficult to do because it's so easy not to do it. But in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18, and there's many more scriptures that validate my first point and my second point, but for time's sake and for, to keep it simple, I want to give this one to you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18, and this one's coming out of the ESV version. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Rejoice always, be happy, do not let life and problems and circumstances and things that are outside of your control, your finances, your relationships, your thought process, don't let it steal your joy. It says rejoice always, meaning all the time. Pray without ceasing. Why is he saying pray without ceasing? Because we should always be in an attitude of always wanting to communicate with the Lord, always wanting to communicate with the Father and giving him everything, putting everything in his lap, giving everything to him and communicating with him in such a way that no matter what, we never lose our composure. We have Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the Spirit operating inside of us, and we pray without ceasing. In the process of praying without ceasing, to give thanks in all circumstances. So it doesn't say give thanks only when things are good. It says give thanks to God, rejoice always, and pray to me in all circumstances. And do you want to know what the will of the Father is for you in Christ Jesus? It's to do exactly this. It's to be joyful. It's to pray without ceasing and to constantly give 
thanks in all circumstances. This is a habit of a highly effective believer. You are constantly taking everything, your life, your mind, your circumstances, your problems, your praises, your worship, your attitude, and you're giving it to God in prayer, and you're doing so without ceasing. We worry all the time. That is a form of a prayer. We think about problems all the time. That is a thought process that is only going to bring anxiety. So this is the antidote. This is the solution. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing and give thanks in all your circumstances. What do you think would happen to your life if you just did this? Think about everything that doesn't bring you joy that you're thinking about. Think about what you do other than praying without ceasing. Do you have anxiety about different things in your life, your relationship, your friend, your boyfriend, your husband, your kids, your problems, the taxes, the recession, your inability to pay bills, the mortgages that are going out of control, COVID-19, I mean, whatever it is, what is causing you not to pray and what are you thinking about instead? And then are you giving thanks in all circumstances? Are you saying, Lord, I thank you, I praise you no matter what, no matter what is happening I am praising you in all things for this is the will of God. Everybody always says, what is God's will for my life? Well, start with rejoicing. Start with praying. Start with giving him thanks in all your circumstances. Start there because when you start there, your heart opens up to him and you're going to hear his voice. You're going to hear his unction. The Holy Spirit's going to empower you. And then the will of the Father will be falling on you in Christ Jesus. That is one of the first steps that we should do and all other things will be added unto you. And last but not least, number three, we have to share and proclaim. So the first one, guys, read and apply into your own life. Then you pray and you meditate. Pray without ceasing. Meditate on what you just read. Meditate on what you just applied into your life. Meditate on what you just asked for. And when you meditate, it's ceasing your mind from thinking and trying to practice the art of listening and hearing what the Holy Spirit is telling you in your spirit. And then once you get that practice, then we got we have to share and proclaim the good news. I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. It says, you are the salt of the earth we are the salt of the earth and what does salt do to things like we, we enjoy it adds flavor but it says here if but if the salt loses its saltiness how can it be made salty again it's a rhetorical question it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot you we as you listen to this podcast right now, you are the light of the world. So many Christians are looking for light. It says here, you are the light of the world. We are a town, a community built on a hill cannot be hidden. That means we should be shining bright, the fellowship, the believers, to the point where we cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. You don't do that, right? When you're lit up, the light is supposed to shine and illuminate our vision in darkness. We don't light a lamp just to put it under a bowl where nobody can see it. Instead, we put it on a stand like the word says, and it gives light to everyone in the house. So when we stand and proclaim the good news, when we share what we've learned to the world, to our friends, to our family, to the people that are around us, we're like the light 
light that gets put on a stand and it gives light to everyone around us in the house. And in the same way, we have to let our light shine before others that they may see your good deeds. And then ultimately, and this is what this is about, guys, this life is not about us and what we want, but it's to glorify our Father in heaven. So when we let our our light shine before others so that they, others, may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. These ladies and gentlemen listening to the sound of my voice, these are the three habits of highly effective believers. And if you can practice these three fundamental habits and actually apply them and do them and share them, your life will begin to change. The Holy Spirit will begin to use you and talk to you in a more effective way. And your life as a believer will begin to shine like never before. So I want to encourage you to write this down, come back, read it again, go and show yourself approved today by actually opening up the word of God and going and reading 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 16 through 18, Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. Correlate them with the read and apply, pray and meditate, share and proclaim, because that is the will of the Father. That is what we're supposed to be doing. And then once we do that, everything will start to align itself. Not to say that there's never going to be any problems, not to say that there's never going to be any issues, but I promise you that if you start doing these things, everything will become a bit more clear. You'll understand what He wants you to do, and you'll get the energy, you'll get the effectiveness inside of your own life to go and do things differently and the abundance of God, his protection, his joy, his peace that surpasses all understanding will begin to illuminate your life. And when God's illumination is on you, who can be against you? Amen. Thank you so much, guys, for joining today's podcast. I really appreciate your support. If you like what you're hearing, please let us know. Our email is info at thekingdommindedcoach.com. We love to hear comments, any kind of breakthroughs that you're getting. And if you have any suggestions of topics that you would like us to talk about, we want to hear from you. And last but not least, if you get a chance, please go rate and review us on iTunes. It helps our podcast reach a greater audience and lets other people know to tune in. Until next time, guys, God bless and may God's kingdom driven purpose enter your life like never before. Thank you for tuning into the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast with your host, Angel Rivera. We hope today's episode delivered clarity towards your kingdom driven purpose, ignited a greater vision for your future, and inspired a deeper desire to embrace all that God has for you. If you have any questions or feedback for new topics or episodes, please connect with us by sending an email to info at thekingdommindedcoach.com. And don't forget to share the podcast with everyone you love and care about on all your favorite social media platforms. Remember, we're better together and sharing positivity brings us one step closer to true fulfillment. Until our next episode, pursue purpose, embrace change, and impact your world one person at a time. God bless.